Live from a bunker somewhere in the California desert, this is WWE Talk. wrestling fans this is your boy the big cali kid sean b coming to you with episode number four of wwe talk and i got all of the coverage from last night's pay-per-view tlc and ladies and gentlemen if you missed that you missed one hell of a pay-per-view um we started the show off with triple h and stephanie talking about the importance of this pay-per-view Unless you've been under a rock the last month or so and haven't been watching Raw or SmackDown, um, you know that the main event set for this pay-per-view was the unification of the World Heavyweight title and the WWE title. Uh, Triple H was just talking about that this is going to be a legendary night, that both titles have been held by greats such as Stone Cold, Triple H himself, um, The Rock, Bret Hart, countless other great superstars, and that the winner of this match would pretty much submit their legacy in the WWE. But more on that later. The opening match of this uh, TLC would be CM Punk versus The Shield in a three-on-one handicap match. Going in... Going into this match, CM Punk's only chance would be to divide and conquer the Shield, and the Shield had already said that their bond is too strong to be divided. Um, Punk had a little bit of an edge going to this, picking up that big win on Dean Ambrose Monday night. we kind of seen some possible tension between the Shield, but they said... Uh, their bond stronger than ever, and that they would not be divided in this match. Uh, Punk did a group, <clears throat> sorry, a good job uh, in the beginning of the match playing mind games with them. Uh, he would roll out of the ring and uh, he was taking breathers and did a pretty good job staying away from the Shield's corner. Though the numbers game uh, did catch up to him, and he still had them hurt ribs from. Um, being speared quite a few times the last couple weeks, uh, thus allowing the Shield to take over for a moment. Uh, but the tide would turn again in that match when Roman Reigns would miss a huge spear and go flying over the announce table, uh, allowing Punk to come back. Uh, the medical staff would then check on Roman Reigns. Uh, I guess he had messed up his eye when he missed that spear. Um, he had hit the corner of his eye, I guess, on one of the chairs, um, so while the match continued, they were on, on the outside of the ring checking on him. Um, the end of the match would then come after CM Punk hit, a hit Rollins with the GTS. Um, he went for another on Ambrose, but would then dodge a spear from Roman Reigns who came back into the ring. Um, again... CM Punk dodged that spear, uh, and Roman Reigns ended up hitting Dean Ambrose instead of CM Punk. Uh, Punk then threw Roman Reigns out of the ring and capitalized on the down Ambrose 
and picked up a huge victory over the Shield. Um, I don't know what this is going to mean going into Monday Night Raw tonight. Uh, I'm pretty sure Dean Ambrose isn't the happiest having been speared by Roman Reigns. Uh, the second match of the night was AJ Lee versus Natalya for the Divas Championship, uh, which was surprisingly a pretty good match. Uh, it was fast-paced and um, a lot different than what we're what I'm used to seeing in the Divas match. I've said it before if you've listened to any of my other episodes. Not a huge fan of the Divas division anymore, but it was actually a pretty good match. But would end up with AJ Lee retaining her title, um, hitting Natalya with that Black Widow submission hold. Um, next up would be Damian Sandow versus Biggie Langston for the Intercontinental title. Um, Damian vowed that he would win this match before the match started and that he would be the new Intercontinental Champion. Um, and actually, he would take it to Big E Langston for the beginning part of that match. Uh, but that would be short-lived. Uh, Big E came back and hit, uh, ended up hitting him with the big ending to successfully retain his championship. Um, big E Langston looking really, really impressive as of late. I don't know who uh, who's going to stop him. Um, he's definitely a really good intercontinental champion and I look forward to seeing what, uh, what else has got in store for him. Um, moving on, the next match of the night was the Real Americans versus Rey Mysterio and Big Show versus Ryback and Curtis Axel versus Cody Rhodes and Goldust in a fatal four-way elimination for the tag titles. Um, as you all know, in a fatal four-way match, the champs, Cody Rhodes and Goldust, only had a 25% chance of retaining their titles. Um, the first elimination of this match would come after um, Goldust got a roll-up on Ryback. Um, it was a pretty, pretty back-and-forth match right there in the beginning um, and ultimately ended up with Goldust eliminating uh, Ryback and Axel from that match. Following that, the Real Americans would make their first appearance in the match. They smartly uh, stayed in their corner for the first part of the match, not really tagging themselves in. Um, the Real Americans were actually my favorite to win going into this match, uh, but the next elimination would come after Big Show hit that big knockout punch on both Cesaro and Swagger, um, eliminating eliminating them from the match and bringing it down to Mysterion's show versus the champs to see who would walk away uh, with the tag titles. And also, with that big knockout blow, eliminating my prediction of the Real Americans winning that match. Anyway, the rest of the match was a pretty fast-paced, back-and-forth match with uh, quite a few near falls, but would ultimately end up with Cody Rhodes hitting uh, the crossroads on Rey Mysterio, allowing them to retain their uh, tag titles. Uh, the next match of the night was R-Truth going one-on-one versus the new, more aggressive Brodus Clay. Um, R-Truth would take it to Brodus Clay right out of the gate, uh, not really allowing Brodus Clay to get rolling. But following a slip-up, Brodus Clay would then take over the match 
and would absolutely dominate and punish our truth. Um, Tensai was on the ringside, uh, did not agree with uh, what Brodus Clay was doing. We kind of saw this tension building up Monday, Monday night on Raw after Brodus Clay absolutely punished uh, Xavier Woods. Um, Tensai ended up confronting um, um, Brodus on the outside of the ring, and um, he was telling him to pin truth and stuff, and Clay wasn't having any of that, and he ended up telling him that he was better than him, which uh, did not go over well with Tensai at all, who ended up uh, leaving ringside. Um, he then began to shout at the Funkadactyls, telling them to get back to where they were. Uh, they didn't like that as well, and ended up walking out on Brutus Clay as well. Uh, that distraction then allowed R-Truth to hit a big head kick on Brutus Clay and pick up the win. Um, after the mask, Brutus Clay was absolutely furious. Uh, we'll see how this plays out on Monday Night Raw tonight. Um, next match was uh, kind of an impromptu match, uh, which was the Miz versus Kofi Kingston in the no disqualification match. This match was made after a brawl broke out between the two during the TLC pre-show. Uh, early on in that match, Kofi Kingston went for a trouble in paradise outside the ring, uh, which Miz ducked and Kofi ended up trouble in paradising the ring post instead of the Miz, uh, which then allowed the Miz to capitalize on the injured ankle um, most of the match was dominated by the Miz. Uh, Miz at one point exposed the turnbuckle, and uh, which would ultimately end up uh, being his demise because Kofi would bounce his head off the exposed turnbuckle uh, and hit him with the trouble in paradise for the win. Um, up next was the second three-on-one handicap match of the night. And that was when Daniel Bryan faced the Wyatt family. This was one of the match I was matches I was really looking forward to at TLC. Uh, for weeks now, the Wyatt's been trying to get uh, Daniel Bryan to join them. Bray Wyatt said that together they could tear the walls off the place and that uh, they would bring down the machine. And he also promised that they were going to hurt Daniel Bryan as much as it would hurt Bray Wyatt that they were going to hurt him to prove that he was a monster like Bray Wyatt. And even though this was a three-on-one uh, handicap match, Bray Wyatt sat in his chair ringside for uh, much of the early part of this match. Um, and the first part of this match was dominated by the Wyatts. Um, throughout the match, when Bray Wyatt finally did come in, uh, he would scream at Daniel Bryan. It didn't have to be like this. Uh, he also, at one point, said, we could have disintegrated this place. Um, he even offered his hand to Daniel Bryan and told him he would make all this go away if he joined them, uh, which was answered with a slap to the face to Bray Wyatt by Daniel Bryan. Uh, Daniel Bryan then began to make a comeback after Bray... Uh, 
told Harper and Rowan to finish uh, Brian, um, which then would lead to a back-and-forth fight between uh, Daniel Bryan and the Wyatts. But uh, the match would come to an end with the numbers game catching up to Bryan, and uh, Bray Wyatt ended up hitting him with that big finisher to pick up the the win for the Wyatt family. Uh, up next, ladies and gentlemen, was the huge, huge main event, which, as you all know, was the TLC match to crown the champion of champions between um, WWE champion Randy Orton and world heavyweight champion John Cena. Uh, going into this match, um, my pick to win was John Cena. Uh, I'm a huge John Cena fan, um, so that was my pick. Uh, this match was also um, the match I was definitely the most excited for. Um, you know, we don't get to see matches of this caliber very often. Um, I was I was a little, little disappointed, though, that they didn't wait to have this match at WrestleMania. But nonetheless, uh, this match was set to be... Uh, in the words of Triple H, epic. Uh, so right off the, right off, this match was explosive. Uh, Cena was the first to go for a weapon. Uh, he went for a table, but ended up getting knocked by Orton, who uh, then threw a ladder into the ring and was the first to set up a ladder. Uh, Orton then went to work punishing John Cena with the chair. Um, but got cocky, and uh, Cena ended up turning. It got him with the chair in return. Uh, moments later, Cena went to put Orton through a table, but was uh, reversed by Orton, who threw him into the steps and was the first person to actually climb the ladder and go for the titles, uh, but was eventually stopped by John Cena. After that, um, back and forth, this match went with Neither Cena or Orton really taken advantage. Um, after that, we saw Orton continue to abuse Cena with the steel chair. Well, we saw Cena hit a five-knuckle shuffle off the ladder. Um, Orton hit um, Cena with the ladder and put him through a table, which was set up ringside. We also saw... Um, Orton hit John Cena with a big RKO after tipping Cena off the ladder. And then uh, after a back-and-forth battle, which was pretty much back-and-forth uh, the whole match between the two, uh, John Cena would actually put um, Orton through the announce table with an attitude adjustment, which allowed to Cena to go again go for the titles but was uh, countered by Orton, who uh, knocked over the ladder. Um, when he knocked the ladder, Cena was actually hanging on to the titles above the ring, uh, which then allowed Orton to pick up the chair and uh, use John Cena as a human pinata, pretty much. Um, after that, Cena ended up driving both Orton and himself through a table, um, Orton had rolled out of the ring and uh, actually ended up handcuffing John Cena to the bottom rope. Um, 
Orton then began to taunt Cena with the key dangling in front of him and stuff. Uh, they ended up throwing the key out to the audience. Uh, Orton then went down the ramp and grabbed one of the big ladders. Um, and while he was setting up, John Cena actually loosened the one corner of the uh, turnbuckle, um, loosened up that bottom rope. And uh, while Orton was climbing the ladder, Cena climbed it as well. Um, it ended up knocking Orton off the ladder, but um, the, with that rope being handcuffed to him, he couldn't reach up and grab the titles. Um, Orton then grabbed the, the ropes uh, that were dangling off John Cena's arm and ended up pulling him off the ladder. Um, and John Cena's face bounced off a table that was um, set up in the ring, uh, pretty much knocking him out. Orton then climbed the ladder and got the titles, thus becoming champion of champions and becoming the first ever WWE World Heavyweight Champion in what was an absolutely incredible match. Um, if anybody gets a chance to maybe find a link on the internet or something to watch this, uh, definitely, definitely watch that that match. Um, all I can say is Triple H's words were right. That was definitely an epic match. Um, I give the whole pay-per-view definitely a 7 out of 10 stars. Um, so... Um, this is going to end this episode for me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, enjoyed this results show. Hopefully, um, tomorrow I'll be able to do a raw coverage show with uh, my co-host, Devaney. Uh She wasn't able to get in on uh, this uh, episode tonight. So hopefully tomorrow, uh, when I come at you guys with the raw results, that I will not be solo. So until then, my friends, um, good night, much love, see you tomorrow. I've